0: Hi, this is Tony Allen with Signet4713.com Gospel Podcast. Today's episode is titled, Trees of the Lord, Part 2. Now, in the book of Isaiah, Chapter 41, the Father talks about His creation and how He planted the trees throughout this whole earth. Now, if you walk outside, no matter where you look, you're going to see a tree somewhere, and these trees are planted for us to understand and to remind us that there is a greater power in this in this world. So you're not alone. You're never alone. Now, watch what he says in the book of Isaiah, chapter 41, verse 19 and verse 20. As it is written, I will plant in the wilderness the cedar and the alchia tree, the myrtle and the oil tree. I will set in the desert, the cypress tree and the pine and the box tree together. Verse 20, that they may see and know. Now watch this now. Think about what he's saying here. That they may see and know and consider and understand together. So these are different trees planted by the Lord Jesus and the Father that they may see and know and consider and understand together. So the trees basically represents us in different nations. All right. So what he's saying here is that we should all work together and know that the Lord is in control of everything. He is our source. Now watch this now. If you really think about what he's saying now, he's using trees as an illustration of him as our creator and source. I will plant in the wilderness the cedar and the Achaia tree, the myrtle and the oil tree. I will set in the desert the cypress tree and the pine and the box tree together. Now, it doesn't matter where you are in this world. His creation, his hand is on everything to remind us that he is our source. Now watch this now, verse 20, that they may see and know. So when you walk outside and you see these trees of all varieties, I mean, all kinds, you understand that there is a greater power in this world. You're never alone. God sees you. He knows you. All right. So, he wants us to understand that when we look at what he has created, there is a power in this world. So when you start thinking and doubting that I'm walking in this world by myself, no one cares. That is not the truth. That's the enemy's lies. All right. The enemy wants you to think that way. All right. But that's not the truth. The truth is the Lord sees you. All right. He puts all these trees as a reminder. I care for you as the tree prospers, you should prosper. So we are trees in a, a, a figurative a way of speaking that he sees us and he wants to grow us. He wants us to have fruit. He wants want us to prosper in this world, just like any other tree that he planted to, for us to witness his creation. All right, now watch this. Verse 20 again, that they may see and know. It's like to remind you. That I am in control. I planted all this. All right. Now, if he planted it, he wants it to grow and prosper. He's not going to forsake it. He's going to make sure it was, it will do what he designed it to do. In other words, you have a plan. There's a purpose for your life. And God will, if you surrender to him and submit to his will, He will flourish you. He will grow you. Your roots will take, it will take you. You will take root in the word. In other words, if you, if you start thinking on his words and and speaking his words and receiving his words in your heart, you will start to grow roots. All right. Your root system will start to grow. And when it starts to grow, that's when you grow. So if you don't have any roots, you're not going to see any growth. You're not going to see any fruit in your life. And and he's, he's using trees to remind us that he is in control. He wants to prosper us just as he prospers all the trees that he planted. Now watch this now. That they may see and know and consider and understand that the hand of the Lord has done this. And the Holy One of Israel has created it, period. Now, like I said before, he's using this these two verses to remind us of his creation, of his power, of his love for us, and how he wants us to flourish. Now, watch this now. If you go to Psalms 1, verse 3, as it is written, he shall be like a tree. Planet by the rivers of water. now a lot of times we we read that verse, planet by the rivers of water, and our our flesh and our carnal thinking would put us in the physical and the tangible, which is nothing wrong with that, but God is spirit now watch watch this now, planet by the rivers of water, we think location, which is true. But he's not saying that what he's saying is he shall be like a tree planted by me the Lord Jesus by him all right now watch this now that brings forth its fruit in its season whose leaf also shall not wither now think about this now if he tell if he's saying he shall be like a tree referring to humans us right that our leaves shall not wither it's not us it's him in us all right that's him residing in our hearts and whatever he does shall prosper whatever jesus does will prosper so his way is to prosper us and how does he do that by us surrender surrendering our lives over to him and allow allowing the holy spirit to work through us all right now watch this now now i'm gonna go to matthew 15 because I want you to see something here. Because you got to understand what is expected from the Lord. All right. Now watch this. Chapter 15. Verse 8. I'm going to read uh, verses 8 through 14 here. And I'm reading from the uh, New King James Version. All right. Now verse 8. As it is written. The people draw near to me with their mouth. And honor me with their lips. But their heart is far from me. So it's one thing to say it. But is it in your heart? Is it your lifestyle? Is it what you pursue on a daily basis? All right. Is is the thoughts of the Lord on your mind? Or is it the things of this world? All right. So this is what he's basically saying. All right. You can say certain things, but if your heart is not in what you're saying, who's going to believe that it won't bear any fruit? All right. So the fruit of the Lord wins souls. All right. Now watch this. These people draw near to me with their mouth, and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me, and in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines and commandments of men. Verse 10. When he had called the multitude to himself, he said to them, Hear and understand, not what goes into the mouth defiles a man, But what comes out of the mouth, this defiles a man because it's coming from your heart. Now, watch this now. Then his disciples came and said to him, Do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard this saying? Watch this. This this is what the Lord Jesus says. But he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly father has not planted will be uprooted. Watch this. This goes right back to what he said in Psalms 3, or uh, Psalms 1, verse 3. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Now we know Jesus is the rivers of water, planted by him. So he's saying here in Matthew, every plant which my heavenly Father has not planted will be uprooted. Let them alone. They are blind leaders of the blind. So what is that? What is that? What is he saying? Blind leaders are those that are walking according to the world's ways. All right. And if you're doing that, you're being led in darkness. You're not seeing the light. You're not seeing the truth. There's no truth in the world's way. All right. And if the blind leads the blind, both will fall in a ditch because neither one knows where they're going. They don't even know the end result. All right. Now, watch this Now. The world's way wants to lead you into destruction, all right, and pain and misery, all right, and in heartache. That's the ways of the world. Now, watch this now. If you, if you go to Romans 8, let's just go to Romans 8 for a second. And, uh, we're gonna read from verses 5 through, uh, uh, 5 through 11, all right. Now, as it is written, and, it, and I'm reading from the New King James Version, also, if you wanna follow, verse, verse 8, uh, chapter 8, verse 5, as it is written. But those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit for the carnally minded is death. That means sin. That, that means you're not you're not connected into to the spirit, the Holy Spirit. You're not being led by the Holy Spirit. All right. You're living by your flesh. You're living by the world's ways. For, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. That's the Lord. Jesus says, my peace I shall give unto you. He also tells us he's the way, the truth, and the life. All right, so that's what he's saying. Your, the Holy Spirit that he gives when you surrender your life over to him. And I say, Lord, send me down the Holy Spirit, which he said he would do willfully. Because that's his way. He wants us to have the Holy Spirit. All right, now watch this now. Verse 7, because the carnal mind is hostile against God. It's an enemy to God. For it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can it be. Verse 8, so then, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Verse 9, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit if indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. Verse 10. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. We are made righteous through Jesus' blood. All right, when you surrender your life over to him, all your sins are washed clean in his blood. You, you take on his nature. All right. You, you die to the old sin nature and you take on his nature, which is righteousness. All right. Now watch this now. Verse 11. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies. Through His Spirit, who dwells in you. Now, watch this now. Give life to your mortal bodies. That means healing. All right, whatever it is that the enemy has inflicted with you, with when you receive Jesus, the healing begins. Whatever you're going through, financial, no matter what it is, you take on His Spirit, which is righteousness, which is power, which is wealth, which is health. All these benefits belongs to you. All right, and it comes through His Spirit. Who dwells in you. Now watch this now. For the mind is set on the. For for excuse me. For the mind that is set on the flesh. Is hostile to God. It's an enemy to God. For it does not submit to God's law. Indeed it cannot. The flesh will never. Submit to God's law. Never. It, it's an enemy. So if you're walking according to the world. That's why a lot of times a lot of people don't want to give up that lifestyle it's just the hostility in that flesh nature the 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 resentment or the 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 just don't want to uh, yield itself it just doesn't want to yield you have to step up out of that you got to you have to renew your thinking because the enemy he, he wants to condition your thinking into, into thinking his ways are the right ways, which is the, the biggest lie. And that's why we have all this going on in this world, because we've d- decided not to live according to the ways of Jesus and follow the ways of the world, because that's what everybody's doing. And we decided to make that some kind of normalcy, which is not normal. True normalcy is to walk in the Spirit, all right? Belonging to Jesus is to walk into the Spirit, to be a follower of him, to be a disciple, all right? Because if you're walking according to the world's way, you're not pleasing God. That's his words. You cannot please him when you're walking according to the world's ways, all right? Now, watch this now. In Proverbs 15, verse 4, as it is written, a wholesome tongue is a tree of life. That means Jesus. All right, now watch this now, because that's the spirit of him. Now watch this now. But perverseness, and it breaks the spirit. So you if you're speaking things that are ungodly, all right, that's not coming from the spirit of Christ. It It's broken. There's something broken there. Somewhere you got off path. Alright, and, and, and the flow of Jesus life is not in your heart at this point. Because if that's coming out of your mouth, if any ungodly things are coming out of your mouth, it's it's that's a different spirit. That's the worldly ways. Alright. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life. Now watch this now. Let's go to Proverbs eleven, uh, verse thirty. As it is written, the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life there he is that is the, the tree he's referring to trees again all right so he, and he's talking to us so whatever's in your heart all right if jesus is there you're gonna speak on the things that that's gonna be fruitful that are righteous all right? You're not going to speak unrighteous things. You're not going to speak ungodly things. You're not going to condemn people. You're not going to be judging one another. All right. You're gonna you're gonna walk in love because God is love. All right. So when you're doing that, you can't help but uh, have compassion on your on your brother and your sister. All right. If you don't have Jesus in your heart, you're not going to have compassion. That's just that's just the way it is. I mean, because the fruit of the world is to hate It's hostile. That's the flesh way. It's hostile towards the spirit. It's hostile towards God. It's hostile towards God's ways. Right? It doesn't want you to walk in that in that light. It wants you in darkness. And like it's, the word says, if the blind leaves the blind, if, if one walking in darkness, you're going to follow that. You're going to fall in that same pit all right because that that person does not have the right direction all right they're walking in darkness they can't see the truth they can't see the light they can't even see their way so they're going to leave you in a direction that is not right all right so you got to get off that path you got to listen to the lord you got to read the word of god you got to get that in your spirit you got to let that word take root all right when it takes root you're going to speak on those things. This is when your, your tongue becomes wholesome. That's when you, you know, your tongue is a tree of life, all right? Because that's the spirit in you, right? That's Jesus in you. That's Jesus speaking through you, all right? Because we are the body of Christ, all right? And the body has many members. doesn't matter where you're from, where you live. You have a purpose, and your purpose is to serve the Lord, That's what we were created for, to worship him, all right? Because Jesus died for the entire world, for everyone. So don't think that you're excluded in that. You're included in that, all right? Because he died for you too. I don't care what anybody said to you, all right? The truth is God sent his son for you and me and everyone that has breath in their lungs. You have to submit to his ways, Things ain't working out for you. What are you doing? What are you listening to? Who are you following? All right. Now you got you to gotta check that. I mean, because the reality is Jesus is reality. All right. Because when you think about it, when, think about it this way. Yes, you have a physical body. Yes, you have a home. You have a car. You may have all these things, these tangible things. But at the end of the day, when your time has come and expired, which will happen for each and every one of us. The things that you think that are so important aren't important at all. They are just to help you along the way. All right, now watch this now because you cannot take it with you. Don't get so caught up about, uh, I don't have this, I don't have that. What do you really have is, is what what you, what you really should want. Let me put it this way. What you really should want and desire is to have the Lord Jesus residing in your heart because all things will come to you that way. All right, the things that your heart desires, he will freely give. Now, Now, here's the thing. We go after the things that we see Instead of the thing that we cannot see, and we cannot see Jesus, but we know he's reality. We know his word is truth, all right? But we don't want to believe that because we can't see it. That's the carnal mind. That's the hostility towards the spirit of God. It doesn't want you to think that Jesus is real. It wants you to think that Jesus is a fable. All these are just history tales or what have you. But the truth of the matter is God's word is living, all right? It is living. It is truth. It will bear fruit. If you give it the opportunity to take root, don't walk away from the word. Don't give up. Get in the word and start meditating on the word. Give, give the Lord Jesus a chance. You gave the world a chance. Where did it get you? In a lot of cases, you may be locked up. You may be on, you know, you could be sick. You could be, well, no matter what it is, the enemy is going to trip you up with. If you're not doing things the Lord's way, it's going to end to destruction and death, just like he said. Carnally thinking is death, period. If you're walking in the spirit that's life and peace, according to his words in Romans 8, and I believe it with all my heart, all right, because that's the truth. Jesus would not have left his word for us if he didn't care. He cares for each and every one of us because we can't see him. Does that mean you shouldn't believe him? That's what faith is all about all right faith is all about believing in what you cannot see but what you are hoping for in your heart that's faith when you know jesus is reality that's faith that's saying i know he exists i know he's real i know his word is truth i know he is my peace all right and when you're thinking along those ways you're going to have fruit in your life, all right? You're submitting to him, all right? When you submit to him, he's going to flourish you just like any tree that he has planted. Now watch this. Let's go back to the beginning of this message. Like I said in Isaiah, I will plant in the wilderness, the cedar and the Achaia tree, the myrtle and the oil tree. I will set in the desert, the cypress tree and the pine and together the box tree. Now watch this now, verse twenty that they may see and know and consider and understand together that the hand of the Lord has done this and the Holy One of Israel has created it. All these trees is a witness of him for us to understand that he cares, he sees us. He put all these trees in this world for us to see that no man can create that. That is something that man cannot create. This is the hand of the Lord. So when you start doubting your purpose and your, and your reason for existing, look at creation. Let it be a reminder to you that they may see and know and consider and understand together. That the hand of the Lord has done this. Now, that means Jesus telling us, hey, listen, look at what I created. I planted all this in this earth. If I did this, I did it for you and me so that we can understand he sees us. He cares for us. He wants to grow us. He wants us to bear fruit. All right, now watch this now. If you go to Proverbs 11 again, verse 30. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. And he who wins souls is wise. That's your purpose. To win souls for the kingdom. That's my purpose. To win souls for the kingdom. That's wisdom. And God says, if you ask for wisdom, I will freely give it. If you ask for understanding, I will freely give it. If you ask for knowledge, I will freely give it. And that comes through the Holy Spirit who will teach you all things. But you got to submit yourself. You got to surrender your ways and follow him and do things his way. The flesh is hostile towards God. It does not want to submit to God. The flesh ways is the world's ways. It wants to keep you in bondage. It wants to keep you sick. It wants to keep you in dependency of all the things that are not going to flourish you. It's going to destroy you. At the end of the day, the devil is only here to steal, kill, and destroy God's children. That's it. Period. All right. That's nothing else that the devil has. All these things that you see in this world that your heart may desire that is not healthy for you. That's the flesh way. That's the carnal way. That's the mind of the enemy. All right. And the mind of the enemy is hostile towards God. That's just the way it is. Now you have to make a decision. Is this working for me? Is this working for me? I don't have God in my life. I've done things my own way. Is it working for me? I'm broke. I don't know where my next dollar's gonna come from. Is this lifestyle working for me? If God planted trees to bear fruit, you have a purpose and a plan for your life to bear fruit when you surrender to him. If you're not bearing fruit, if you're broke, if you're sick, if you and it's not condemning you, it's not that that's not the message. The message is you've done things your way is it working for you that's what you have to ask yourself each and every one of us is it working for me to keep walking down this path not bearing any fruit constantly wondering where my next dollars gonna come from or if I'm gonna get well the doctors don't have the answers the medication is not working Why not give Jesus the opportunity and the word, the opportunity to make a difference in your life? Why not give the Lord a chance? Get away from the flesh. You have to die to the flesh because the the enemy wants to keep you in bondage. All those things that are unfruitful is bondage. That's not Jesus way. He didn't create us to be in bondage. That's what he died for us, to free us from the enemy's bondage. You've done things your way. Is it working for you? I hope and I pray that you surrender your ways to the Lord and follow him and allow him to work in you. And watch what he does with your life. Amen and God bless.